0: Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! When fire destroyed a large factory, we looked for a man who was supposed to be dead. That is the situation on this page from my casebook, the casebook of Jerry Browning, Private detective. To be a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, brains are a help. Perseverance is better. It felt strange sitting quietly in a parked car at two in the morning with Fire Commissioner Emmett Cavanaugh and watching all the excitement going on just a few hundred feet away. Commissioner Cavanaugh took his pipe out of his mouth. Big blaze, isn't it, Browning? Yeah. Certainly is, sir. Cavanaugh replaced his pipe, puffed on it. Yep. I guess the loss will be close to three hundred thousand, maybe more. I stared at the big, sleepy-looking man. How can you be so calm about it, Commissioner? At least one man is trapped in there, maybe more. The commissioner hunched his shoulders. Bernie, my boys are doing the best they can, risking their own lives. There's nothing I can do to help them right now, except keep out of their way. But tomorrow. That's when right job begins. Captain O'Donnell came over to the commissioner's car. We've got it under control, commissioner. Two bunnies found so far. One of them's a night watchman. We haven't identified the other yet. Cavanaugh nodded. All right, captain. I'll meet you back here at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, and I'll be here too. Fire Commissioner Cavanaugh and I were helpless as a big paint factory burned to the ground. Next morning, I got up before seven. Arrived at the scene of the blaze about ten of eight. Found and O'Donnell already poking about in the ruins. Morning, Commissioner O'Donnell. Turn up anything useful yet? The Commissioner smiled placidly. Yes and no. We have positive identification of one body as Antonio Marcelli, the night watchman. Tentative identification of the other body, George Raybird, sales manager of the company. Well, that's some progress. How about the origin of the fire? Anything on that? Captain O'Donnell answered that one. Plainest case of incendiary origin I ever saw. He held up a handful of charred springs and cogwheels. Look at this, Browning. Part of a time clock mechanism. It set off a fuse. It set off the paint. All of it highly inflammable and explosive. We uh, don't recommend that your client, consolidated insurance, pay off on this loss, pending complete investigation. I nodded. Okay, gentlemen. Now, whom do you suspect of the arsonist? Kavanaugh smiled at me. We're looking for George Rayburn, the sales manager. At the city morgue, I stared down at the body ticketed George Rayburn tentative identification. Commissioner, I don't get this. If this is supposed to be Rayburn, but you're looking for him, then who really is this? Browning, I thought maybe you'd like to check into that phase of it. Okay, so I checked into it. George Rayburn had been with the Farnham Company for over 18 years. rose from a stock boy to sales manager and about a 20% stockholder in the plant. He had a reputation for being smart, aggressive, unorthodox in his methods and ruthless. Both with rival companies and people coming up in his own organization. Raymond, sure, we worked together. Once. He always said he'd end up as chairman of the board. Show that old fossil, Tom Wenzel, who the rail boss was around here. So I went to see Thomas J. Wenzel, chairman of the board. We're ruined, Mr. Browning. Completely ruined. You say the insurance claim won't be paid in view of incendiary origin? That puts us out of business. I didn't say it'll never be paid, Mr. Wenzel. Just held up until we find out who started the blaze. That ruins us almost as effectively as it were never paid. Our organization's dissolving. Our, our business will be lost to competitors. I'm sorry. Uh, tell me, sir, what about George Rayburn? Where does he figure in this? Wenzel looked dazed. Rayburn? <coughs> He's dead. Who's the most dynamic figure in our industry. Look, Mr. Wenzel, there's a strong possibility that the body is not George Rayburn. The identification is very shaky. Wenzel stared at me open mouthed. Uh, I don't understand. I'll give it to you bluntly. The clothes on the body were cheap, not the kind Rayburn ever wore. Also his denture, a false teeth. Don't check with the mold at the dental laboratory. Now, why would Rayburn put somebody who superficially resembled him into his office and then set the plant on fire? Why? Wenzel looked dazed. It's too horrible. Nobody could be that savage to ruin a company that he couldn't manage to control. Thanks. That's all I wanted to know. Commissioner Cavanaugh's office with a dingy hole tucked away in a remote corner of the city hall. But no, Brownie. I told him the results of my investigation. Your hunch was right, Commissioner. George Rayburn is the man we want. Now the trick is to dig him out of wherever he's hiding. Kavanaugh puffed at his pipe. All right. I'll send a description and a wanted notice to police headquarters. A wanted notice on George Rayburn went out the next morning, but I wasn't satisfied with the leisurely pace of the Commissioner's technique. Dr. Arnold Maynard glanced at the body on the slab. Yes, Mr. Browning, this is the body I identified as being that of George Rayburn. Take another look, Doctor. You were wrong. Maynard bent over the body. This is the body of George Rayburn. His denture doesn't hit, if that's what you mean, but it's still George Rayburn. You mean, he's got false teeth, but it's somebody else's false teeth? I don't indulge in conjecture. I merely said this is positively George Rayburn. I left the morgue drove straight to the home of Thomas Wenzel, the chairman of the board. Got there just in time to meet Commissioner Kavanaugh coming out of the house with Thomas Wenzel. And just a second, Commissioner, I'm here to put Wenzel under arrest for the murder of George Rayburn. Sorry, Bertie, but Mr. Wenzel's already under arrest for the murder of George Rayburn. We got the thing straightened out after Wenzel was booked and taken to a cell. I noticed the bad-fitting denture immediately. That sort of thing is my business, Browning. And I noticed that Mr. Wenzel also wore a denture. We took an impression of Rayburn's teeth and found that they matched an old denture of Wenzel's from several years ago. We let uh, Wenzel go on thinking we were looking for Rayburn to allow any suspicion. And sure enough, this morning Wenzel applied for a large loan against the fire insurance, which would certainly have been paid to him ultimately. Okay, Commissioner, we arrived at the same conclusion, but by different methods. I worked through Rayburn's doctor. The Commissioner grinned. You know, Browning, I never used to think much of private operatives, but... Uh, well, let you and me have lunch one day journey. Eh? Wenzel's age and position didn't help him. He got the chair for murder. A man who was willing to kill a harmless old watchman, destroy a plant... in order to eliminate the competition of a younger man who threatened his own position. Like I said, you go far in this world being brainy... and you sometimes go even farther if you'll never give up.